0: Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and today is Friday, November 20th, and it's just after sunset, I'm out for my evening walk, it's beautiful, <laughs> it's cool, a little bit breezy, Um Sun's gone down, so this is the beginning of the Sabbath in this time zone, this part of the world, for all of my Jewish friends um, and their congregations. So prayers around the world uh, have started, and one of the things that occurred to me, which is, is not a new thought. For, <laughs> it's not an original thought, okay? It occurred to me that in our churches and synagogues and our mosques and many, many ceremonies that I've been in, we pray for peace on earth. Please. I mean, Really. Um and, and it's constant. It's a constant request and um my experience is that uh God or the creator or the originator of the universe um is not gonna drop a peace bomb on us. We're it's not gonna come from the clouds are you know it's just it we have to do that that's our job, and not that we don't or won't or couldn't get help with it, which I'm sure we do, but we gotta i think we have to make a little more effort and and of course, what we talk about in meditation class a lot and what is part of our contemplative practice is to find that place within us that is peaceful because it does exist Um, it's there but we don't Usually spend that much time there. We all tend to be very busy, um, or if we do have some quiet time, we may not know how to use it. You know, we may not do a really good job of sitting quietly and finding that peaceful place within us. It's there. It's always been there. It never went away. We <laughs> we went away. We got distracted. We got involved in the world. And there's nothing wrong with being involved in the world. Um, I think the way that we're involved in the world is important. I think that's the important thing. Are we contributing to the craziness and the anger and the polarization or or are we building peace from within ourselves and then of course into our family and friends and work relationships and so important. But it starts with us. It starts, we just, we talk about this a lot in class because it's part of a contemplative practice of how do we make the world a better place? How do we make our lives a little happier and contributing and like being centers of. Peace in the world when I was first learning um, how to like be in a protest and do it do it properly right that would be a good book, How to protest properly and politely, okay but I was very fortunate to be hanging around some long time Quakers who i don't I don't know exactly how many years they'd been you know protesting or doing, and it was all peaceful i mean they weren't you know they weren't wanting to blow anything up. it was completely peaceful protest, and what I learned from them was that if if you're going to protest, if you're going to march, then you have to carry peace within you. If you walk into a situation like like a, a march or a protest or whatever and you're carrying anger or frustration or upset or you know anything toward anybody, you're you're contributing to the chaos you 're not helping create peace, and you're putting yourself in danger so i I've always been deeply grateful to those wonderful Quaker folks who had years of experience protesting and marching and handing out pamphlets. <laughs> Like that, right? Um, I've always been deeply grateful to those people. And for their willingness to share. I mean, they just kind of took us under their wing, or wings, and, and just helped us learn that. And it has really stood me in good stead my whole life since then. So... We're either contributing to the peace or we're contributing to the chaos. One or the other. Bottom line. And I think we all know that. I mean, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. Um, so, this week in our meditation class, also known as contemplative practices, um, we, were, we worked on forgiveness and compassion, and we also uh, did a rainbow exercise in one class, uh, just kind of arose out of our discussion. And the, the rainbow, of course, is, is a highly revered symbol in the Jewish and the Christian tradition. It's considered a sign of God's promise that um, no matter how uh, insane or ridiculous we are, (laughs) God will not send a flood again. Okay, so, um, that's what we did last week, well, up until, you know, through Wednesday and Thursday, so between now and next weekend because it's Thanksgiving week coming up here in the US we are going to work on gratitude and gratitude um, of course like all practices it needs to begin at home so being grateful for who we are. Um, An example would be we've all had a number of challenges this year. Of course, the the virus and all the political drama and, you know, the job losses, um, just all kinds of stuff going on. So there there have been tremendous challenges. And the thing that I like to remember when dealing with challenges that definitely seem to be overwhelming is to remember that I have inner resources. We all do. We are all... So resourceful. And oftentimes the answers to what we need to do and how we need to respond are within us. So the challenge there, of course, there's a challenge there, right? The challenge is being able to be quiet enough and focused enough and have some clarity and coherence in order to get that kind of like intuitive or um, well intuitive is probably a pretty good word like the those just split second flashes of insight or um, intuition. I'm being quiet because it's dusk now, and um, (laughs) I'm walking, and I just saw my first skunk, okay? Because this is when, I don't usually walk this late, but I was delayed getting home. So, um, (laughs) I'm being quiet and trying to figure out exactly where that skunk went don't want to have a close encounter of the whichever kind with a skunk this evening I, I have things I'd really rather do with my evening okay so the challenge is to to allow for those in moments of of insight and intuition where we just get it right we just understand oftentimes it's just we understand the next step to take and then we do that step and then the next step and then the door opens to something right like something begins to work but because of all the chaos in the world it it can be very difficult to tune in, to get quiet enough and tune in enough to um, have that kind of insight and to, to be aware of the intuition, the flashes of intuition as they come across our awareness. I don't see the skunk anywhere. That does not mean the skunk is not in the vicinity so I'm being very careful and this is one reason that I'm such a believer in contemplative practices of any kind well I mean not not any kind but um, all, all cultures have some kind of contemplative practice. I'm being very careful walking through this. I'm on my way back to the house. I'm looking for my friend. So, for this week in class um we'll be working on gratitude and we'll start within ourselves and we'll be grateful for our courage our capacity to love our capacity to forgive our capacity or whatever talent or skill we have because we're all talented, we're all skilled, we're all gifted in some way. All of us. We may not recognize it. We may not have had people in the world or in our families say, "Oh my gosh, that's such a gift that you have." Right? We may we may never have heard that. But we are all gifted all of us so whether you're in the US or not i i know that you're gifted and talented and resourceful and if you want this week um take take time to be aware of your gifts all your gifts, your abilities, your your amazing talents and skills, right? A skill is something that we develop. Like we might have a little bit of talent, but then we practice whatever that is and it becomes a major talent or gift right so and and the uh, benefit <laughs> the the tremendous benefit of this is that it does build our egos in very healthy ways um, it's and it strengthens and confirms, the goodness and the wonder, that is us. Okay, so um, that's what we're doing in class, and then, the payoff, is of course, our sense of ourselves improves, but it's based on fact. And then our ability to appreciate others and to see and understand their talents and abilities and gifts is expanded just by doing this exercise. It's a contemplative practice. And the other thing I suggest to people who are doing a gratitude practice is uh, to write down. Like during the day or at the end of the day or whenever works for you, five things that you're grateful for in your world, okay? And my, and this is a really good practice. So my suggestion is when you write those five things down or three things or two things, some people just write one thing, one major thing. When you write those down, Write down why you're grateful. Because part of what we do when we do these particular contemplative practices, um, and then we write things down, and then we say why we're writing it down, then what is happening is we are strengthening that in our wiring, our in our neurons. And we are actually training our brain using our awareness, we're training our brain to like search out and associate things that we're grateful for. And of course it's it's strictly like, you know, quantum activity. Um, But we know that neurons that fire together wire together. And when they wire together, it becomes a much stronger pattern in our brain. So it can really make a difference for us to... make choices and and do these little practices they don't have to be long right it doesn't have to take hours and hours to do this these are the kind of practices that you can easily include in your busy life which is important okay so let's do a little bit of a breathing exercise And then I'm going to fix some dinner and catch up with myself a little bit. It's been a busy day, a busy week. Okay, So let's do that um, one. We do this in class. I can't remember how much we've done it in the podcast. But let's do this. Um, Put your... Hands on your lower ribcage, just in any way that's comfortable for you. One hand, two hands, doesn't matter, just whatever's comfortable. And as you breathe in, and this is a very gentle, deep breath, okay, see or feel your ribcage expanding out to the sides, And then gently, gently, gently release that breath. So let's do like three or four of those. And then we'll be quiet for a minute or two. And this is the kind of breathing exercise that you can do anywhere. Anywhere at all. So if you have a break at work and you can step outside, you can do this and get all kinds of fresh air, assuming that you have some fresh air available. Um, You can get fresh air into your lungs, which will help you do better and be more productive and more present at work. Okay, so let's do three or four of those nice, gentle, deep, in-breaths followed by a gentle exhale do three or four of those and then we'll just be very quiet for, for a few minutes Now as you breathe in with a nice, deep, slow, gentle breath once again feel your rib cage expand out to the side Can you feel how much more air you can get into your lungs? I always can, I can feel the difference And then as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you. As you breathe out, gently open your eyes. Good work. Good work. And And a breathing exercise like that is really good for gearing down after a busy day or a busy week or a busy month. <laughs> you you get the idea. Okay. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Absolutely wonderful. And um, I'll be doing Sunday morning meditation on Sunday. And then I will be reading from a new book on Sunday evening. So, lovely weekend. Take good care of yourself. And much, much love to you and to all your family and friends.